Previously on Dungeons and Drimbus. Jorgen, you start to feel a rumbling in your tummy <laughs> and nature begins to call. Oh, oh. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> what exactly are you going to do? I'm going to unleash it on Drevin. <laughs> okay, I don't think you can projectile your shit. <laughs> your shit. You don't think, but I can roll. <laughs> What's your name, lad? Hartlock. Hartlock Warren. He holds up a red dye vial. Why don't you put this on like lipstick, you little girl? And he tosses it to you. I am brimming with power. Have you thought about not antagonizing him? Hmm. I tried. I, I offered him a pet in zoo. You also shat on his feet. You have to become an orc daddy, don't you? Oh, no! <laughs> you can try and entice the guard. But we can be delicate. Like a flower, <laughs> waiting to be picked from the field. You know, it's always been a fantasy of mine to reenact the scene from Orc Daddy's Volume 4. You know, the one I'm talking about. In the dungeon, surrounded by the lilies. Driven inhales through his nose and shudders at the thought, uh, excitedly. <laughs> then you hear a, uh, uh, and you see Sventon has ripped your cloak. <gasps> Make him angry again. Stop. You know what your problem is, Drevin? You're too scared. You're willing to bow down to Malachi, but you can't accept yourself. Shut up! You are nothing like Groshrab. Shut up! You're, I would never recreate that scene with you. I said quiet! You no, could you never be a real daddy. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hey everyone, it is your friendly neighborhood GM, John Carlo Herrera here, and today I wanted to tell you about an awesome show called Looters. It is an actual play podcast where a hilarious cast of friends go on dramatic, action-packed, sci-fi western adventures in a universe full of different factions vying for control over the Outer Rims. I love a good sci-fi western mix, the cast is so much fun to listen to, and it's played on the Stars Without Number game system, which is really fun to hear in audio. I really think listeners of Drimbus would enjoy it, so please check out this trailer, and if it intrigues you, go check them out at looterspodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Alright, enjoy. Hey, we're the Looters. Hey, what's up? Looters is a sci-fi western actual play podcast using the Stars Without Number system. We're a group of friends getting into trouble all over the universe. So come with us if you're into adventure. A rocket flies out of one of these ships far behind you and crashes into the wall and blows up. There's rockets? It's Mario Kart. Crazy. Intrigue. Can I hack into the body and maybe see if they have, like, a memory data bank in their brain or some shit like that that I can access? Metal, literally. <laughs> Devastating physical injury. <laughs> Just uh, take cover. Okay. She's a good pilot, everyone. Very good. Very good. She's very good. And, and friendship. friendship. New episodes of Looters out every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Ahoy there! I be the great mad dog Malachi, gentlemen of fortune. Living in them alike shall all know the great mad dog Malachi. <laughs> ha, ha, har. 
Tonight's episode of Dungeons and Dribbles is brought to you by Anne Baird, Queso Loco, Jerry Benatatos, and Terence Knox. Patrons, we thank you kindly. And we'd like to thank the newest member of our crew, Tozaman, creator of the great podcast, Caravan. But how great can it be without yours truly? And I know you love free booty, so listen up, you swanky sailors. Don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus if you want to win a free Dungeons & Drimbus sticker. I've got three. And now, our feature presentation. Time for the cookout! And I'm gonna attack the closest one with the scimitar. Everyone roll for initiative. 20! Not natural. 18. 21. 10. Heartlock is up first. Heartlock will say, let's play a game of hot potato. And throw <laughs> a potato. Yes! 18. Are you throwing it at one of the pirates? Uh, yes, please. So is the one that's chatting with them, does he have his hands open? Right, yeah. Okay, then that's the one I want to go for. Let's see. There's chef one, chef two... Elf pirate. So you're throwing it at the elf pirate. You throw a potato right at the elf pirate and smack him in the face. He's knocked back a little bit, uh, still standing, and he looks super perplexed and kind of pissed. So then um, I'll do another attack with uh, minus one. So I try to smack him also, but that doesn't go down. What is it? I, well, I rolled a two and that becomes a one. So you go for the smack and he steps back. So that kind of misses. And now you're like right in front of him. He's like, oh, is this, is this the man from the cell? <laughs> oh, bloody hell. J- Jorgen, you're up next. Does he look like a flight risk? He could be. I'm going to run for that one, and I'm going to try and slash starting at the neck straight down with the scimitar across his body. Roll for it. (gasps) Nat 20. Nice. (laughs) A one. So one plus one, that's two, and then four. Four. So Jorgen lunges at him, and he he nicks the guy's chest with the scimitar. Now Chef One is uh, pulling out his butcher's knife. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, no. And he was going to attack Jorgen, but he swung and missed. Jorgen pushes on the elf pirate. Like, he shoves him forward and moves forward. And the chef, being untrained, did a he threw too much force into that swing. And his momentum carried him too far. Rayana. I'm going to stab that chef in the neck with the fork. <laughs> Roll for that. Oh, 19. 19, that's going to land. So roll that 1d4. Hey, we got five. Look at that. That is a one of spicy I meet the ball. Rihanna pounces on the <laughs> chef and stabs him in the back. While saying it's a spicy meatball. <laughs> that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Jeremiah. All right. That bucket in the middle, that's boiling water in there. The cauldron? Right. It is <laughs> boiling. Yeah. Okay. Um, are there any of the pirates like next to each other, close to each other? Jorgen, Rihanna, Chef One, and Elf Pirate, and Hardlock are all bunched up kind of together right now. Chef Two's in the open, though. I want to run towards the cauldron in the middle and kick it towards Chef Two. It's a heavy cauldron, bro. <laughs> oh, wait. I could pick up one of their bowls and like mash it in his face. You can. Yeah, I'll do that. Which guy are you attacking? Chef 2. Okay, you're going to roll a dexterity contest with him. 14. You beat him to the bowl, and now roll to see if you land a hit with the bowl. 8. You go to throw the bowl into his face, and he parries you out of the way, like smacks your arms to the side. Damn. With that elf pirate who's getting, like, gang-banged right now, he's going to attack Heart Lock, and that is going to do 4 points of damage. Elf pirate took out his dagger. Harlock put his hands up like in his martial defense position and he sliced across his forearm. Chef number two. Well, he attempts to grapple Jeremiah, but Jeremiah slips out. And now we'll go back to Hartlock. Hartlock is peeved about getting slashed up, so uh, he is going to try to retaliate with a flurry of blows. So he gets a 15 and a 5. 
one of those is going to land with your flurry of blows. So roll for one damage rolling hit. He does three damage. After being sliced, the other hand uh, smacks his knife hand down. And with that same hand, you backhand him uh, across the face. And that kind of like really fucks up his jaw. And now Jorgen. Jorgen's going to take the scimitar and he's going to try and slash across the belly and disembowel the elf pirate. 14. Roll for damage. Oh, one. Plus one, two. So you go for the belly of the elf pirate, and he he scoots back, but you, you nick him in the side of his waist. I can't land these freaking blows. Maybe I should give you the fork, and I should take this in top. Oh. The first chef's going to go for Jorgen again. So Chef Pirate takes another big swing with the cleaver, and you parry that and shove him back towards the cauldron. Nice going, Chef Boyardee. <laughs> yep. That's it. Uh, <laughs> Rayana. I'm going to attack that same chef again. I'm going to stabby stab with the fork fork. 15. You got him. Roll for damage. That's a four. Now Rayana jams it into the back of his neck. That don't feel good. <laughs> He's still kicking, though. Jeremiah, you're next. All right, so I just got out of the way of Chef 2 here who tried to grab me. So he's facing away from me, I'm presuming. I want to I wanna grab the back of his head and dunk it into the boiling cauldron. Ooh. All right, you are going to roll a strength contest. He's getting dirty. 15. You grab one arm and the back of this Chef Pirate's head, and you dunk it into the boiling cauldron. And you're, like, burning his face off. I got into a lot of tavern brawls. I know what I'm doing. Clearly. Are you <laughs> sure uh, Tumbleweed isn't an attack dog? No, Tumbleweed's <laughs> the sweetest little thing. Oh, oh you would love him. Don't get him started, please. Please. Elf Pirate throws his, like, in a stabbing downward position with his knife, trying to attack Heartlock, but Heartlock blocks with his own hand. Chef 2 will... He can't do much anyway. He, you continue to burn his face off in the, in the cauldron, and you keep pushing his head down as he's trying to come back up. If you continue to hold him there, he will not be able to breathe, as well as being burned to death. Back to Hartlock. Hartlock sees the face going in the cauldron and goes, That is sophisticated. And uh, <laughs> is, is going to try to uh, emulate that with uh, the elf pirate, if possible. Roll a strength contest with elf pirate. 13. Wow, yeah, you did beat him. So Hartlock is going to uh, grab a hold of the back of Elf Pirate's neck. Uh, and I assume because he's an Elf Pirate, he's got these like long, luscious locks, uh, which Hartlock will <laughs> delight in ruining as he just smacks him face first uh, down into the cauldron. You smack him face first, but because there is a head in the way, instead you okay. smacked his head on top of the other pirate's head deeper into the cauldron. <laughs> okay, I'll take that too. But you still... Will do damage to Elf Pirate. This is a messed up way to go bobbing for apples. Next we have Jorgen. You know, it's a lot easier if you just take him off and he turns around and tries to behead uh, Chef Number One. <laughs> Chef Boyardee. Roll for that. God damn it. That is a 13. That will still land. Woo! That's a three. Jorgen says his line. It's a lot easier when you just take the heads off. And he gets in his baseball batting position, and with a nice swing, that head comes clean off. And you see (laughs) his head comes off, and you see Rihanna's face uh, replacing it because her head was behind (laughs) that one. And the head rolls off uh, onto the floor, and then Rihanna plops down and hits the floor. Good stuff. And now that will just bring us to Rihanna. Uh, you just have people with their faces melting in the cauldron, right? That's left. One face on the other head is like waiting its next l- turn in line above the co- Got it. <laughs> I think I might take a note from Rock Bottom. I would like to take the cleaver from Chef One, Chef Boyardee, to then go to cauldron to chop off an elf, elf head. Roll for that. Ooh, 19. Yep, roll for damage. <laughs> Four. The elf pirate struggling against Heartlock. He bumped his head on the other pirate's head, and the, the elf pirate's coming back up. And as he comes back up, Rihanna picked up the cleaver off the floor and swung it and chopped off the elf pirate's head as well. And his head rolls. They go into the, the cauldron. 
Yeah, it's bobbing in the cauldron right now because the other pirate's head is deep in the cauldron. Now that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> and now we have Jeremiah. When do I know if this guy's dead? When the bubbles stop. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll just I'll stay true and keep holding him down. Yeah, roll the strength contest. Uh-oh. Four. He pulls his face back up and his wet hair flops back, but his face is, like, not looking good. Like a zombie-ish. It's melting away. It looks horrifying. And now he's going to try to attack you. He tries to elbow you, but you you grab his arm again and just pin it to his side. Now it's Heartlock. Heartlock is uh, maybe a little horrified that the head he <laughs> threw into the cauldron just got lopped off into it. But then again, he doesn't know what he was expecting. So he's actually going to uh, let that go. Uh, and he's going to try to look for like a, an escaper or like the next room that they need to start moving towards. There is like a stair ladder that goes up that's in front of you. So Heartlock is going to assume that everyone else can handle the last pirate. <laughs> and he's actually going to start um, trying to scout ahead by um, checking the ladder. You're slowly moving up these kind of stair step-ish. You see four pirates sitting around a poker table, laughing and chatting and giggling and having a good time. What, what's the room like? Is, is that the only thing in the room? Behind them is a door. Okay. All right. Well, then, he, then he'll just uh, sit pretty here okay. until everyone deals with the mess downstairs. That brings us to Jorgen. Elf 2 just came out of the pot. Like, he's standing straight up. Yeah. Okay, he's going to take the scimitar, and he's going to try and cleave it down the middle of his face. I'll give you advantage because Jeremiah has one arm pinned. That is a 10 and a ooh, and a 1. So a 10. Oh, wait, plus 5, 15. You, you hit. Roll for damage. 5. After the decapitation, the funny moment with Rihanna, you turn around, and you backhand swing the scimitar across the face of the burnt pirate. So it's already a burnt face. It's already, he's already feeling pain there. And then, for good measure, you decide to slice that open, and you've created a big gash diagonally from the top to the bottom of his head. Rihanna, you can... Put him out of his misery. Yeah, all right, I'll do that. Seventeen. Okay, with the with the might of Zeus, <laughs> Rihanna <laughs> shoves. <laughs> Rihanna just jams the fork into this dude's eyeball and really twists Ooh, oh it around, God. and the dude like either died or passed out from the pain. You can't even tell anymore. And uh, yeah, he falls limp. Uh, he hits the cauldron on his way down, and the cauldron kind of tipped over and fell on top of him, and the rest of the boiling water is, like, oh. burning the rest of his body now. No, oh. I can't cook my potatoes now. Oh. It's all right. Dinner's served. That's it. Right Lass, there. What? I Ooh. sense a lot of aggression coming out of you today. <laughs> Got a lot pent up, if we're going to be honest All about right, it. that's fair. I, I guess we're in a decent situation to let loose. <laughs> I probably won't be able to eat for a good couple hours after seeing all that. So I'm good. I'm good to go. A nice boiled head also rolled. Yeah. Ew, okay, can we move on? <laughs> if I pull out the fork, will the eyeball come out with if it? If you want it to. Why? All right. That's a spicy eyeball. Yeah, yeah. I also would like to check um, the body. Which body? I'll do Chef Boyardee's body. I'll do Elf. Okay, I'll check the other chef then. Roll. 18. Yeah, he had the cleaver. Uh, and, a, and a garlic. All right, I'm going to take the garlic <laughs> first, uh, put it in my pocket, and then um, I'll, I'll take the cleaver after that. I, I have two potatoes, garlic, uh, and a cleaver. Two potatoes? Yeah, one for each pocket. Genius. So Hartlock is going to kind of gesture to everyone to like lay low or look quiet or something, and then he's gonna um, poke his head above the st- uh, just just over the stairwell and shout, "Dinner's ready! Come get it!" And <gasps> then uh, come back down the stairwell. Oh shit! <laughs> what the hell? Oh my oh, god! No. Oh, yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> Heartlock, what are you doing? <laughs> I like this one. So, yeah, I don't know if it's possible to do in the same turn, but I'd love to like get ready for a surprise attack. You can get ready because <laughs> now one of the pirates goes, oh, man, finally, I'm starving. Let's go, guys. And, uh, yeah, they all start heading down the stairs. <laughs> I just want to hide. 
I don't even know if I want to hide. I'm just so pumped right now. <laughs> uh, I got a 21 for my hide roll. I got an 11 for my hide. 18. 16. Jeremiah, he, he put, throws himself into a barrel, covers the lid. Hardlock, he uh, hides under the stairwell. He also has like some barrels and uh, maybe a sack to hide him. Rihanna hides, if we're facing the stairs, Rihanna hides behind the waist-high wall. You prone under that wall. And Jorgen hmm. with the 11. <laughs> oui, oui, monsieur. Je m'appelle Chef Boyardee. Please enjoy the, the seven-head soup. If you want to very quickly roll for me dexterity, how quick you can put on a chef outfit. Okay. Wow. That's a 14. You get the chef's hat on. Go ahead. <laughs> they are heading down the stairs now. You can say what you want to say. Oui, oui, messieurs. Please enjoy the dinner. It is especially made for you with lots of love. What the fuck? They just see the bodies <laughs> of the dead guys and the chopped up rolled heads and all the carnage. Difficult times call for difficult measures, eh? And a little dwarf with a chef hat on. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! We <laughs> um, can roll for initiative for you. Everyone else can attack on their own time because they are hiding. Seventeen. You have an orc pirate, a cat pirate, a human pirate, a lizard pirate. I like the diversity. The human pirate is going to attack you. Human pirate runs up to Jorgen. He was unsheathing his sword. Uh, but it got stuck, so he's kind of like <laughs> in front of you now with a sword that is un- that is stuck in the sheath. I think Jorgen is going to try and put one hand on his arm that's trying to unsheath the sword to keep it down so he can't take it out and hack at his neck with the scimitar. Roll. 23. Jorgen holds one hand down. With his sword, he hacks at the pirate's neck, and the pirate is able to bob and scooch out of the way, but you get a nice cut on his neck, and that will do three damage. Uh, is anyone close to my barrel? No, they're coming from the stairs. Only the human has, like, made his way to Jorgen. Are the stairs, like, slatted? Like, can I reach through the stairs? You can. Yes, you can. Hartlock would like to do that, if possible, to whoever is the first one coming down the stairs that he can reach. Pull him through the slats like a horror movie. Just <laughs> Yeah, exactly. A roll for that. So 20, not now. At the right moment, the right timing, with one foot on the stair, you reach through the slit of the stair, and you swept this dude off his feet. It looks like he slipped on a banana peel, slipped Thanks. onto his back, and then slid down those stairs, bumping his head on each step. Ooh. Are you moving your hand back in to hide? Uh, yeah, I'd like to. <laughs> If he's sliding down the stairs, yeah, I would probably withdraw my hand. Yeah. Now that orc sits up and he turns around to to look for you. He does unfortunately catch a glimpse of your hand sliding back. Yeah, he's going to he's going to go for you now instead. He takes his sword out and he stabs and he thought that he got you, but from your point of view, a sword just like went through the sack. Next up, the cat pirate, he pounces like to the right wall and then kicks off of the wall, like on all fours Ugh. and pulls the dagger that he kept in his mouth out and uh, is stabbing it into Jorgen's shoulder, your left shoulder and tackling ah, you. Again, all my best muscles. Two points of damage. Ah. Did the dagger get stuck in me or was it a stab in and remove. No, he, he's leaving it in right now, and he's pounced on top of you as well. Oh, okay. Well, I would like to pop out a little bit and throw the cleaver at the cat pirate. Don't miss. Don't miss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, roll for that. Don't say it. You, you're lying to me. <laughs> Rihanna's a badass. It's a it's a nat twenty, by the way. If you didn't pick that up, roll for damage. It's six, baby. Well, of course it is. Yeah, I don't even fucking believe you. Fuck you. Fuck, like you. fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> with the Midas Zeus, Rihanna pops pops her head over and. Uh, takes out the cleaver and throws it, I guess, at a downward angle because right now he's the, the cat pirate is pounced on um, Jorgen. Yeah, at a downward angle, just throws it right at cat pirate's skull 
and Cat Pirate looked up for a second and it just got lodged like right in, oh. probably hitting brain. And the Cat Pirate is now dead and collapses on top of Jorgen with the tongue hanging out like that. Yeah. <laughs> we have the Lizard Pirate now and they are going to pull out their hand crossbow and fire it at Ryana. All right, I'm going to jump out and try to get him, get the lizard pirate from behind. The lizard pirate is still on the stairs, so you wouldn't be getting him from behind. You'd be getting him from the side. All right, I'll just jump out and whack at him from the side. Oh, my God. Nine. Jeremiah pops out like some jack-in-the-box. He makes a lot of noise on his exit from the barrel, and the lizard man sees this, and Jeremiah charges him. The lizard pirate has... Changed his aim from Rihanna to the closer threat coming at him, which is Jeremiah, and shoots Jeremiah right into the chest. The right peck with a hand crossbow. Ah. Next up is the human pirate. Let's see if he can get the simtar out of his, uh, out of the sheath. As Jorgen is throwing this cat body off of him, he is greeted with a simtar going into his right shoulder now. Ah, both my shoulder. That's going to do five damage. And now we have Heartlock. When the orc pirate tried to stab into the stairs and missed, uh, Heartlock would like to capitalize on that by like grappling his arm in and locking him in the stairs if possible. He made his way around the stairs, but because you have barrels and like a sack of flour, he stabbed through that sack of flour and thought that he hit you. Since you are a monk, if you wanted to, with both hands, palm the sword and pull it towards you, I will allow that. 11. You attempted to palm this sword and pull it towards you, but it kind of slipped through. It didn't damage you because, you know, you're well-trained, but the sword, unfortunately, slipped out. You didn't put enough pressure to hold it down. The orc, he pulled that sword back that you tried to grab, and it comes through again, and this time it actually did nick you, and, and it's, it stabbed you in the thigh. Ooh. And that's going to do three points of damage. <sighs> Having taken damage in both shoulders, Jorgen is going to attempt to, since the scimitar is a one-handed weapon, use what he learned from his two-bladed sword, and he's going to try and pull the, um, the cleaver out of the cat's body and swing both weapons into the human pirate's neck at either side. Can he do that? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give you disadvantage, actually. Ugh, 13. You attempt to swing at the pirate with a nice flourish, but all he did was step back, but you've at least now gotten to your feet. Okay. Now Ryona goes. I have my handy-dandy fork, and I'm going to use it to try and stab the human pirate in the neck. You're going to hate... Okay, look, I'm just going to move the camera <laughs> just so you can see it. Because it's... <laughs> Oh my god! Wait! No, you put it like that and then you put the camera. No, 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 I didn't no, hear no, a I roll. Saw, no, I <laughs> oh my god. I swear, I swear to god, I hear. Oh boy. Yeah, so roll that damage. Uh, look, uh, three plus one is four. Look at that. You see? Times two is eight. Okay, well, <laughs> I can't. I'm trying. I'm sorry. Right on with the Mighty Zeus. Uh. Zeus, you're back. (laughs) She unsheathes her fork from her bosom or wherever you hold the fork. Definitely the bosom. The bosom. And a samurai standoff. (laughs) You quickly and swiftly strike and stab the human pirate in the neck. And your form is perfect. And you're holding the fork out as if it was a katana, but it's not. It's just a (laughs) fork. And the human pirate looks down at you. And then you yank the fork out and a fountain of blood spills spills out of his neck. And he just utters nani. And he falls to the floor and dies. Good form, lass. And in his dying breath, he goes, fucking D20. (laughs) (laughs) You're starting to scare me a little bit. You got good fortune on your side. I don't know what it is. I'm starting to scare myself, really. You're a killing machine, lass.
I know. I'm sorry. You're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what to say? <laughs> <laughs> and now, Jeremiah. All right. So I'm dealing with the lizard. I'm going to take the arrow that's in my peck. I'm going to yank it out. Ouchie. And stab the lizard with the arrow. 13. Jeremiah amazingly didn't collapse from getting shot in the chest with the arrow. He fell to one knee. For the first time, you you think you see maybe possibly Jeremiah getting mad. Maybe. <laughs> oh, I, I reserve my anger for Sventon, but in this special case, it like leaks out a little bit. Yeah, a little bit has leaked out. And determination as well as he yanks the arrow out of his chest and stabs it right into the leg of the lizard pirate doing three points of damage the lizard quickly loaded another one with great speed but when it it took another step down the stairs to get a good shot on you and it was with that bad leg so it really messed up his aim and he loses an arrow and it misses and it it dings off the cauldron and into the wall Yargan is gonna take the scimitar and with the edge of it try and drive it up through the orc pirate that is fighting Heartlock. So stab him through the back and out through the belly. 21. Jorgen, after witnessing the samurai defeat <laughs> the ghost of Drimbus, Jorgen attempts his own and impales the orc pirate through the back and stabs right through, in fact, and does kill the orc pirate. You're not an orc daddy. This is not an orc daddy, he's an orc daddy. Heartlock. There's only the lizard pirate left, so yeah. Oh, cool. Um, I'm actually gonna go around because uh, I want to unleash a flurry of blows on the uh, lizard pirate. I don't know how far up the steps he is, but basically, uh, Heartlock is gonna try to just like run up the steps with as much momentum as he can and do like a quick like right hook, left jab type of deal. Okay, he's like on the last two or three steps. So. Okay, well then it will be a very short. Run. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, not great. Okay, so eight and three. Lizard Pirate saw you coming up the stairs, and while it was fairly quick, the Lizard Pirate was a little bit quicker. The Lizard Pirate actually cartwheel flips off the stairs near the barrel that Jeremiah was hiding in before, uh, and he lands on the good leg. So Heartlock is peeved by this, so he goes, just like a lizard folk to be shifty. (laughs) That's... Why, why is everyone so prejudiced? Everyone we ride with. You don't like the cat folk. You don't like the lizard folk. I kill everyone just the same. Lizard pirate hisses like, I'm just going to try and attack him with the fork. Oh, see, look at that. Luck is gone. It is out. That was a solid five. You see? You're going to attempt to hit him with the fork, but you are a bit exhausted now. So this fork swing misses, and the lizard pirate parries your fork swing. All right, I'm going to take my cleaver and just give a good old swap towards the neck. Oh, my God. Three. He ducks out of the way as you swing at his neck with the cleaver. And now the lizard pirate, it's yeah, he's more mad at you. He doesn't care about a fork, really. <laughs> That's scary, actually. The lizard pirate now unsheaths a dagger and swipes from left to right across your stomach after ducking under your cleaver hit because you left it wide open and that will do four points of damage. No one gets to beat up Jeremiah but me. And I pull out the scimitar and try and chop its tail off. Thank you. That was That's what I wanted to see. Someone grab the tail. It's just going to grow back. That is a 16. Let's roll for damage. Ooh, six plus one, seven. I love that you're worried about prejudice, and then you're going, like, right for the tail. (laughs) (laughs) As it sliced through Jeremiah's belly, Jorgen grabs the tail, raises his scimitar up in the air, and hacks the tail right off. The lizard guy's starting to feel like losing a lot of blood and is obviously not happy about losing the tail. But I heard they grow back, so. (laughs) Heartlock, not to be outdone by the acrobatics of the lizard, uh, is going to say, look what I can do. And he's also going to cartwheel over to the lizard (laughs) and then (laughs) try to unleash a flurry of blows out of that. Oof, okay. I get a four and a zero. Oh, no. Heartlock does a stunning cartwheel, like a one-handed cartwheel. Thank you. 
<laughs> but when it comes to striking this lizard with your fury of blows, he's throwing jabs, crosses, round kicks, uh, but the lizard is dodging them. And it's a little bit insulting because he doesn't even have his arms up. The lizard's just dodging, moving its head and, and torso back and forth. Just like a lizard. Rihanna. Let's fork it up. All right, 11. The, the lizard can sense Rihanna going for the neck with the fork. And he bows down and the fork goes like above his head. And now Jeremiah. All right, I'm going to try to take another swipe with the cleaver. 13. The lizard pirate is having this fighting tango dance with Heartlock, dodging all the blows until he turns around and is met with Jeremiah. If you want to throw an action line, you can. Uh, oh, shoot. I wasn't prepared. Uh, oh, shoot. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> and cuts the lizard pirate's neck with the cleaver. And he bleeds out and dies. Don't you just hate it when fights break out at dinner? <laughs> oh, that's a good line. I should have used that when I attacked it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, should we try and hide all of the, like, eight corpses? Or are we, like, too far gone? There's what a lot of blood, it? so... <laughs> yeah, I think we might as well just leave it. Like a solid, like, 20 seconds later, Hardlock goes, Wait, 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 I've got it. Dinner, best served, dead. Oh, that's a good one, Hartlock. I like that. <laughs> I, I, th- I thought that, that was, was a pretty good, good that one. That was really yeah. good. That was good. Anyways, I will search the orc. On the orc pirate, he has 20 gold, a dagger, oh. and a scimitar. Hartlock is kind of disgusted by everyone's fascination with material possessions <laughs> and is kind of already eyeing like the next route past the card room to see if he can continue this dinner's ready stratagem. Lad, can I ask, how did you end up here? How did I end up here? I, like I said, I was bagged and dragged. Aye, but what were you doing before you got bagged and dragged? I've been on the run from certain authorities who don't have a true understanding of justice, of course. I can respect that. How did you get here? Oh, you know, um, they just kind of found us on the seas and overwhelmed our small sloop. We were actually on the way to deliver a, uh, a cure for the Meyer Plague. What? Aye. What do you mean, a cure? Aye, aye the people of Highclaw, they they found one. Do, do, do you have... Do you have it with you? Is it on the yes, ship? Yes, they, they took it. A cauldron of it. A whole cauldron of it. As part of our deal, I must ask that you share some of that with me. I need it very badly. Uh, are you afflicted? I am not, but my entire monastery was ravaged by the Meyer Plague. All, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll see what we can do. We, we can probably get you in contact with Highclaw. See what they can do for you. I mean, well, they're too far gone now, but I'd like to rep- replicate the recipe. If Absolutely, I can, aye. And then perhaps unleash it on those who deserve it most. Wouldn't that be true justice? Well, whoa. <laughs> that's a little crazy for my pants, oh, but it's awesome. We could give it to you to heal people. <laughs> oh, I shall heal them of their mortal afflictions. Uh huh. <laughs> Listen, we'll talk about that when we get there. Let's focus on staying alive long enough for that to become a problem. I want to check the kitty cat. So the cat had a dagger on them as well as seven gold on him. Cool. I'll take the dagger and the gold. Yeah, I'll look at the lizard. I want to pick up the dagger and the crossbow because that kind of replaces my old gear. So you find the dagger, the hand crossbow, six gold, and one crossbow bolt. I tell you what, um, Jezeline, here, take this cleaver. I don't need these many objects. Heartlock, do you want a dagger? Just in case. I don't think a dagger could hurt as much as my fists. All right. Uh, Kateshi, take the dagger. Kateshi takes the dagger. And Jesseline goes, wait, I have an idea. There's no way we can get that whole cauldron off the ship. But if we can find it, we can scoop as much as we can into these pots. And she's pointing to the pots around because you're in the Mm. kitchen area. We'll tie these lids on the pots and then we'll put them into these sacks. Uh, we can turn the sacks into backpacks. 
it's not much, but we'd still be saving lives if we can get some of the cure over to Longreach. Look at you, you little, you little crafty kitten. Kiteshi goes like, I would advise not to you not to take any rope that uh, is in use or attached to anything. They could be holding up the sails at the ship. There's some extra rope upstairs where the poker game was. Let's get to crafting. Then you each grab a pot, a lid, and a sack. And some extra rope lying around. You put the pots and lids in the sacks and you each tie a sack to your body, creating like a makeshift backpack. Hartlock is going to ask the group, where did you get the recipe for this cure? We don't know the recipe. We were only delivering a shipment. Where were you given the shipment? Can I roll? I want to try and ascertain his intentions with this question. Oh, I got sense motive. Sense my motive, baby. All right. (laughs) Uh, With uh, Jeremiah's cunning ingenuity, I'm going to sense his motive. Okay. Oh, my God. Six. Tell them anything you want, as little or as much as you want. You sense that Hartlock is very interested in finding out where this cure was uh, created for some mysterious reason. Mm, I see. I know where we got it. I'm not going to lie, uh, Hotlock. I appreciate our current alliance. I don't know much about you. When we get out of this, we can have a nice little chat as to why you are so invested. And perchance I can take you to the right place. You know that I'm interested in helping you save the children. Surely my intentions are good. I've never brought harm to anyone who didn't deserve it. How do you decide who deserves it? Well, St. Cuthbert speaks to me. Hmm. So you got a voice in your head. Not any voice. The voice of a deity. The deity of justice. Aye, but you know, lots of people could imagine they're speaking to deities. How do we know it's really, you know, what you say it is? You don't. That's what faith is. Is that the same deity that gives Rihanna crazy rolls? No, it's not. It's not. It's not. Okay, my payment to you for safely finding Jago and Limu will be to to grant you an audience with someone who can give you the formula. An audience, you say? There aren't too many people who need to be granting audiences besides royalty. Correct. Didn't we get it from the Cat Kingdom? God damn it! You got it from the king, you say? You know, I think we might be able to work out a mutually beneficial arrangement. I believe the kingdom is actually seeking me for a hefty sum. Why don't you transport me back there safely, and they will pay you handsomely. I I don't know if I'm interested in turning you in, but... Jezeline, do you know this guy? Are you after him? Jezeline's not royalty, you nimbus. Yeah, but maybe they know him, I don't know. I've never seen this man before in my life, no. You could stand to make up to 2,000 gold. Oh. Hartlock, look, as enticing as gold sounds, I think we have more uh, pressing things to worry about. And look, I am sure you got your own grudges. Each. Uh, it's 2,000 two oh. each. <laughs> uh, oh, yes. 2,000 each. I think we can find something that's a little more equitable for everyone that does the most good possible. I agree, but I don't hold grudges. I only seek justice. You know what? Jago and Limu could use it. Aye, I'll turn you in, and if you need help killing whoever you're gonna kill, because I assume that's how it's going, you can probably count me in if you give me a little more information. I will hold you to that. You have my thanks. I like being held to things. That could be arranged. Alright. Now, shall we find this goddamn cauldron? Yes, please. Good lord. I only have one exception to the plan. Oh my. Uh, Hartlock, you need to help me find my dog, then I will comply with your demands. Certainly. A dog isn't innocent. I agree. Clean as a whistle, that dog. Good. We, I'm good with the plan, then. I like you. I like you too, Hartlock. I like us too. <laughs> if I had my journal right now, I'd be making some notes. Can we move on? Can we go? <laughs> I would like... Rihanna would oh, like to go. That was a good bonding exercise. <laughs> Rihanna, get in playing. on this. Come on. No. Kateshi, Jessalane. No. Negative. Let's take a break. No. Get it out. Get it out, Rihanna. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and scout ahead. Alright. You... Okay, I'll I'll follow you. Thank you. So you head up the stairs back to the room where they were all playing cards, and there is a door behind the table where they were playing cards. 
Are we interested in continuing this dinner's ready stratagem? It's not a bad one. I think we can just keep if, doing it room after room. If we room. do a, a staggered attack, that could actually be really wise. It's a crew of 30. We've taken out eight of them so far. You know what? That's hot. Oh, God. Hey, let's do that. <laughs> Wait, Jeremiah's got nine health. Can we just take a little peeky peek into the next room before we do anything? Aye, aye, let's let's yeah. survey and then serve. Survey, serve. Yeah. All right. And if it comes down to it, if they all go down into the slaughter room, I still have a Molotov to take out a good group of them at once. That's true. Let's uh, let's take their orders before we serve them, so to speak. Yeah, I'm going to look ahead, I guess. You're going to go through the door? I would like to peek through the door. Thirteen. You peek, and you see a pretty long hallway. Looking down the hallway, you see a huge pile of sheets and a man washing them. Behind him is a door, and on your left, there is a stair ladder leading to the next floor. What, what do you say? Instead of serving dinner... We bag and drag. It sounds like the move here, yeah. It's just one man. Let's do it. All right. Would anyone like to be the bagger and dragger or... Can we grab uh, a linen and, like, I guess maybe with rope or something, try and fashion, uh, like, almost a snare to entrap this dude and... and... Oh. Just incapacitate him without necessarily killing him. You trying to make like a trap? Yeah, like I like we don't necessarily want to have to go through a full like murder him fight, but just incapacitate him somehow, like like an animal, like a trapped animal. Well, he's still going to make noise, so you might want to bring him into here so he doesn't alert the next room. Perhaps we can we can sneak up on him, cover his mouth, and drag him back. Yeah, sounds good to me. Jorgen, I assume you'll be doing it. If I must. Yeah, you must. <laughs> you, you think you, you think you must. I feel, I, I believe you're the strongest, right? His back is towards the door, so he's kind of he's facing not exactly towards you guys, but like his back is not towards you. So, uh, sneaky sneak. Are we are we within grabbing distance of one of the linens to maybe throw over me as I like crawl my way slowly to the dudes that? Right now, you're not in grabbing distance. They're they're like near him. He's he's near a pile of them, and he's washing them. I have an idea. Hey. All right, Jorgen, you you you're a little performer, right? You like to, you know. What? Where, yeah. where did I hear that? You know, oh, no. all right, all right. I'm, right, so, I'm a daring adventurer. I don't. All right, perform. listen, Jorgen, idea, idea. Okay. We throw. <laughs> we throw <laughs> a sheet over you, right? And I'm a you, ghost. you're a ghost. <laughs> You can be a ghost. It's the role of a I'm lifetime. I'm the ghost of Dwarflet's father. Yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah, sure. Aye. You want to... Sounds good. Can you do that? You think you can take aye, on aye. this role, do a little method method stuff that they do? and. Uh... I, I don't like performing, you know. It's a little beneath me, but I yes, I. Oh, of course, of course. No, yeah, you know, right? No one's going to think less of you, right? right oh, guys? I left my wigs in the cell! Uh, what? Oh, Wait. Oh, my... I mean... I don't know who those belong to. Anyways, <laughs> all right. I'm just, I'm just gonna grab uh, this linen. Hey, hey, Hartlock. When you were bagged and dragged, were there any ghosts involved? That's not the point. <laughs> it was an embarrassing and ignominious situation all around. So I don't remember if there were ghosts involved. But just imagine how much more exciting it would be with ghosts involved, right? Right. Look, the, the point is we're catching him off guard. I am on board. I know. No I just feel like Jeremiah, for whatever reason, isn't. Jeremiah, you can even add like some background spooky music. <gasps> Ooh, spooky harmonica <gasps> set, music. Yeah, set the mood, the tone for us. Yeah. Oh, my God. Come on. You can't tell me you don't want to. Do it for I, Tumbleweed. I do want to a little bit, but... Hotlock, you can make menacing like percussion with your fists on the ground. Yeah. Oh, I can Look do that. that. Look at that. We've got a little band going. Ooh. Oh, boy. We just turned ourselves into a theater troupe. Here we go. <laughs> you would think for a bard you wouldn't be so upset. No, just... <laughs> All right. Now, I'm taking on role of director, so I'm just going to make sure everyone's doing their part. Yeah? Cool. Hey, I'm, of course. Yes, know. you are the star. If you will, Jorgen. I mean, you said it, not me. (laughs) Okay. All right. Here's a sheet. No, there's no sheets near you. Oh, 
All right. Whoever's the sneakiest, I think it might be Jezeline, maybe, could slip in and grab one. and From the pile. Hey. But Jezeline, I'm not doing it. I'm not leaving Kateshi. What? With four people here who can easily protect Kateshi? I don't blame her when we could just as easily attack him from behind. Warren, you might be the next most nimble, right? I, I, I think I'm just going to go get it. Okay, go. Perfect. Uh, 21. Hell yeah. With the snake of Zeus. You uh... <laughs> Heartlock will not be able to resist going. Now that's what I call sheet music. Heartlock, like he walks on all fours like the panther you guys saw in the jungle, but there is not one sound made per step. You all watch peering through the door in awe as the pirate's like washing sheets. You quickly snag a sheet from the pile and you scuttle back undetected. All right. Let's let's throw that bad boy over Jorgen. Do we know what uh what race this uh pirate is? Is a human. Why does it matter, Mr. Equality? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to create a performance that will appeal to our audience. You wanted orc daddies, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Jorgen, how you feeling? Good? Nervous? Excited? What is I, it? I don't know. I Okay, what voice should I go with for him? If he was a dwarf, you know, we, we all fear the kind of... I, I'm trying to find something that appeals to their personal history. I don't know. Hmm. Humans are, are... They're just so plain Jane sometimes, you know? <laughs> try, try imitating my voice. I'm told it's very soothing. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, Madam... Madam Director, would you like a low pitch or a high pitch for this creepy music? A little high. I would like okay. a little high. Aye. Yeah. Like like the whistle in Fantasy Sweeney Todd. <laughs> huh. I, my barber's name's Sweeney. It's funny you say that. You have some really cool culture wherever you come from, Jeremiah. You need to find a new barber immediately. All right. Anyway. Uh, should we start with percussion? Yes. Then we'll do the whistle... And then we'll have a grand entrance. Eh? Absolutely brilliant. Yes. Okay. DM, how do we do this? <laughs> uh, I'm just going to leave it on your role, and they're just helping you out. You're okay. attempting to intimidate, I guess? I was going to go intimidate, but I think she framed it as act. So I think I'm using my act skill. Yeah, my perform skill. Your goal is what exactly? To scare him. Roll for that. That is a 20. Okay, you're scaring him. Let's uh, let's hear it. Hi, it's me, the ghost of your past. You there washing the linens? Listen to my hauntingly soothing voice. Understand that the path you are following ends in one way. Dinner is served. If you do not deviate from this path, you will end up like those before you. Boo! (laughs) The guy goes, ghost, ghost, fucking ghost! (laughs) And then out of the doorway comes a pirate. And another pirate peeping over, and they're looking, and your hearts all sink, and then you you hear, start the riot! And behind you, in slow motion, you turn to see Sventon with a Molotov lit in one hand with the lantern. He throws the Molotov past you guys from the from behind. The Molotov, you watch it. Your uh, Jorgen and Rihanna see each other through the glass of the Molotov as it travels, and it hits the wall and the door uh, where these pirates were coming out, and a big flame erupts. And Sven is, let's get out of here! And he starts, what? <laughs> we all Scooby-Doo run away. <laughs> yeah, he's running up those stairs that you guys passed. What do you do? 
Oi, Svensson, where the hell were ya? No time to explain. And he <laughs> runs up the stairs. How are you gonna deal with the gift? And then you hear. And thudding footsteps. And then. Heartlock is gonna lead into Jeremiah and say, Is that the dog you were looking for? <laughs> uh, I don't think that's my dog, Heartlock. <laughs> Stepping under the doorway and coming out is Gift. Oh, speak of the devil. Yeah. Gift is uh, snarling and growling like a dog almost. Time to go. Yep. Let's book it the hell out of here. I mean, that is like 15 pirates down. Let's go kill Malachi. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. I, I'm going to, yeah, move swiftly. Get get me out of here. Let's, let's, let's try and lose Gift. Do we have any idea of whether the Cure Cauldron is in that room that just got lit up? You don't know if it's in there or not. Can I try to get a peek somehow? You have to get past Gift. I mean, I would certainly like to try. Okay, while Heartlock is doing that, Yargan is going to stay behind, like, near Heartlock, but with the intention of letting Kateshi and Jezeline move up to make sure they don't get caught by Gift since they've been trailing behind. Yeah, and I'll help them up the ladder if they need need assistance. They're following Sventon up. Okay. Once they're up and Heartlock has exited safely, Yargan will move up with him. We're going to do a... Dexterity contest with Gift to see if you can get past him. Oh, bring it. Gift got a 13. Uh, then it is a 20, not net. Heartlock sprints forward towards Gift and then like a baseball player sliding home to safe, he slides under the legs of Gift and, and peers into the room and you see eight other pirates getting up from their beds some are mad, some don't know what's happening. Some are arming themselves, some are looking directly at ya. Hey, Rock Bottom. I've got that Molotov. <laughs> yeah, my, now might be a good time to use it on those guys. Uh, so basically just Jargon shouts and goes, Heartlock, let's go. I'm ready to defend you if you need it, but let's move at. And so he has the Molotov ready, but he's not going to throw it unless he absolutely has to. Yeah, and I'm ready to move. Another contest with Gift, and Gift is actually sprinting at Jorgen. No, of course. Good, because I didn't roll great. Yeah, he rolled a 20 on that. Hardlock's not getting around him. Not not this turn. And now he's going to attack. Gift swings with his right hand towards Jorgen, but Jorgen's short enough to duck under the swing. As Jorgen tries to start moving up the stairs, I think he's going to try and take a little, like, a poke at one of Gift's eyes with a scimitar. Okay. He's not intending to engage in a full fight, just hold him off while Heartlock makes it up safely. A 19. Yeah, roll for damage. Three. As you are running up the stairs, Gift is right behind you, and you poke him, like, in between the eyes with the scimitar. Honestly, doesn't look like it did too much. It kind of looked like you poked your brother, like your little brother. In the head, so. <laughs> Heartlock, move at... <laughs> Uh, he's now not yeah. focused on Heartlock at all. However, there are a horde of pirates in the room with Heartlock. Heartlock just says, ah, dinner's served downstairs. Go get it. <laughs> you book it out of there. Yeah. And now you're right behind the team as they're running up the stairs. You're behind Gift, basically. Uh, yeah, I'd like to unleash a flurry of blows on Gift, I guess. So much for my morals there. So that is a 13 and a 10. How tall is Gift? He's 10 feet tall. Jesus. <sighs> Gift is actually outrunning you right now, and you do not land any hits. At the top of these steps, you look around you, and you see that you're in a long hallway again, and it's filled with cannons pointing out of little portholes. There are four cannons in front of you as going like going down the hall on one wall. It's technically eight cannons, four sets of cannons in front of you, basically. Do these cannons look movable? Can we pull them out of the portholes? They do look movable, yeah. Hot. All right. <laughs> down the hall, you can see two guys are finishing cleaning the furthest cannon at the end, and they're moving up towards you to the next cannon. They are not alerted yet as to the ruckus happening below. Behind you, there are three sets of cannons going down the hall. So in total, the hallway has 
14 cannons. That's seven sets of cannons. They're spaced out like 10 feet. There's a door down the hall near those two guys. And then behind you, there is a door to a room as well as a set of stairs that goes up in front of that door. What do you do? Can we force feed a cannon into gift? <laughs> you can try. Well, do we want to? R- Rayana. Yeah. Rayana Jeremiah, man the cannons. Uh, Hartlock, can you take those two? I'll try and hamstring gift. Slow down his movement. Which two? I can't see anybody down here. Oh, crap. <laughs> Hartlock, when you get up here, there are going to be two men at the far end of the room. Go beat the crap out of them. Okay, it's going to take me a little bit to meditate past gift. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take care of gift. It's okay. Okay. Jorgen is going to want to literally hamstring gift. Like, run up to him and, like, slice at his hamstring so that he can't run as fast so that Jeremiah and Rihanna have enough time to line up cannons and just, like, double-team him. Roll. How the hell did Sventon get past all these guys? Jesus, dude. Uh, that's a nine. So you were attempting to slice at his leg, and he swatted your sword out of the way with his bare hand because it's, like, almost the size of your sword. And now he's going to retaliate. Ooh. I guess he was trying to grab for you as he's coming up the stairs, and he tripped on the stair and fell down, like, onto his face. And now are Jeremiah and Rayana part of your plan? Up to them? Yeah, I guess I'll help line up the cannon. Yeah. I'd like to not be in cannon fire while this is happening, so I'll back <laughs> off from the stairs a little bit. I'm going to line up my cannon, too. Well, while they're lining, lining up, if he tripped Hartlock, you can probably run over him. Oh, yeah. Can I do that? Like with your feet? Yeah. Or cartwheel? You're, you can get past him. Oh, phew. Okay, that's better. You don't, you don't even have to roll for that, because that was a critical fail for him. I should warn you all, there are eight angry sailors down there that are... Maybe on their way up here. And we've got 13 cannons. Or no, 14 cannons. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> What's a movie? The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. If you're looking for a podcast adventure, check out Dum Dums and Dragons, a podcast where improvisers and comedians who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dragons has been featured on the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast, ranked number two of all fiction podcasts in America, and has been downloaded more than four million times. Dum Dums and Dragons can be discovered anywhere hilarious podcasts can be found. It's like Lord of the Rings, if everyone was an idiot. <laughs> 